The month of November is coming to a close, and we, as we enter into this month of December, we are going to talk about planning for Christmas break. You're listening to the Ministry Leader Podcast, designed to help leaders just like you leverage your time and influence for greater impact with young people. My name's Brian, and the man on the other mic is Reggie. We're your hosts on this podcast, and we're excited to spend the next few minutes talking ministry with you. Here we go. Welcome back to the Ministry Leader Podcast. Uh, we hope you had a fantastic Thanksgiving, Reggie, and I hope that you enjoyed all the sweet potato pie that you yes, possibly could. Yes, yes, I, How many did you say you had planned to make for Thanksgiving? Yeah, 12. The plan was 12. I text mom and I was like, hey, you know, I, I will do everything necessary to make sure that there are 12 sweet potato pies this year and those being able to be consumed primarily by me. Yeah. So um, my hope, we're obviously recording this before Thanksgiving, but my hope is that by this time after Thanksgiving, as you are listening to this, that I've tried your famous sweet potato pie. Yes, yes, yes. And it will have changed your life, I'm sure. I'm sure it will have changed my life already. So I'll be a different person the next time we sit down to record. (laughs) (laughs) I look forward to that. Yeah, yeah. So I am as well. So um, we are now looking forward towards Christmas. And I, Reggie, are you one of those people that looks like you're already looking at Christmas yeah. when July 4th hits. Uh yeah, not not quite that far in advance. Um the month of November, I definitely am um amped for Christmas already. However, I'm taking it in process because I think that the value of Thanksgiving is super high. Um just in kind of leading into that that moment of, you know, Christmas and um but it's the holiday season. I think the whole season is is just it's just really good. Yeah. yeah and so really you you can't skip Thanksgiving because no. you would skip the sweet potato pie. Exactly. That's why it's so important. Primarily important. Yeah. That's, that's the message that I was trying to get across here. <laughs> I was picking up what you were yes. laying down. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So do you do sweet potato pie or anything special for Christmas then too? Or is that just a Thanksgiving deal? Yeah. It just depends on the year. It depends on the year because... Um, yeah, sometimes sometimes we'll do it again. We'll double up, and that's always a treat. Um, my mom used to actually bake um, bread for different families, and she created her own like honey butter sauce that she used to not a sauce, but honey butter that okay. she used to put on it. And like, she, so there's a season where like we didn't do as much of the sweet potato pie baking because she was so busy making these loaves for the church, and it was so amazing every single year. But so, yeah, it just kind of depends on the year, man. <laughs> man, I'm hungry. Yeah, me too. Like, lunch is coming, right? <laughs> and I can't wait to eat. So, hey, let's uh, let's get moving with this episode yes, then so yes. we can get to lunch. There you go. Um, yeah. So, we, we do want to talk about Christmas is approaching, and Christmas is a time that, that young people have a break. Now, you may or may not have a break um, from work, but students do certainly have more time off and they're, they're more available during Christmas time. So we, you know, as we are available, we like to take some extra time to, to spend time with kids, uh, just investing in those relationships. Again, we call those times building times. So we're titling this episode building times for Christmas time. I thought it had a nice ring to it. Yeah, it has a little bit of a tone, a little yeah. bit of a swing to it. Are you it? making yeah. fun of me? No, not at all. I love it. <laughs> okay. Building times for Christmas time. Yeah. Building times for Christmas time. So let's talk about some building times for Christmas time, Reggie. As you think about the the schedule that you're you're going to have or your students are going to have available, what are some things that uh, maybe you're thinking about doing or maybe you've done in the past? Yeah, so I think first off, it's important to understand timing. 
right? And so um, you have you may have a family or you may have you know Christmas plans. And so what we're not saying is to cancel your family Christmas plans for the sake of making this happen. What we are saying is that there is opportunity within you know those weeks around Christmas, um, around the New Year, and all those kinds of things before kids go back to school, um, where you can capitalize on some of those moments. And so. Um, there's lots of fun stuff that happens. I mean, you know, they talk about it being the most wonderful time of the year. I was all out of tune, but that's okay because I really <laughs> didn't want to sing it. Because um, if I go there, I'll go there. Uh, but there's a lot of things that are already happening. You know, you have the Charlie Brown um, movies that come out every year, the Christmas story and all these different things. And with that, you know, one of the first things that we talked about is doing like a, a Christmas movie marathon, right? Love um, it. it, it and there's so many great Christmas movies that are so like traditional that are the only things you really are traditional on TV anymore. And yeah. it's really awesome to be able to like do those things, walk through a, a Charlie Brown series and, and what those uh, look like, or I don't know. There's, yeah. just, there's lots of movies. There's a lot of bad Christmas movies out now there too. Are. Like there I are. think people just started, this is a, a good opportunity to make something and people are emotional. Yeah. So we'll just make a really quick movie. And you know like, what I mean? You, like, so my parents, I don't know if they'll watch this, but I get, I pick on them all the time uh-huh. or if they'll listen to this, we don't, we're we not don't watch. Yeah. You don't watch podcast. a podcast. Yeah. I have that conversation <laughs> weekly with people. I don't know why I just said right, that. Right. I don't know if my parents are listening to this, but I, we, talk to them all the time about the Hallmark channel. That's like when I go to their house, that's all that's on. And at Christmas time, (laughs) I'm like, Oh, is this like movie just repeating? They're like, no, it's just the same actress that's in this one is in the last one. I was like, what's the storyline? It's the same as the last one. (laughs) (laughs) So there's a lot of those really bad, uh, cheesy Christmas movies, but what's your favorite? Like what's your go-to Christmas movie? Man, what is my favorite Christmas movie? I'm a big fan of Charlie Brown. Okay. Yeah, man. Big, big fan of Charlie Brown. And I'm also a big fan of the Home Alone, Home Alone, <laughs> Home Alone series. And so okay. um, they have the Christmas, the Christmas movie in, in the Home Alone series. And so both of those are two like classics that I really have always enjoyed. Yeah. yeah. One of my favorites is I know people have strong feelings in both directions on this one is a Christmas story. Yeah. 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 I, I figured that one was coming. That's a good classic, man. Yeah. You just can't go wrong with it. I enjoy that one. It's not even that great of a movie, but yeah. it, I don't know. It reminds me of my childhood yeah, somehow. It's nostalgia. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Nostalgia. I don't know. That's one of my favorites. And Elf, Elf is in there. Elf so. is in there. Yeah, I do enjoy Elf. Um, I actually am a big fan of the the life, real life Grinch movie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the Grinch. The the with, yeah. Is that Jim Carrey? I, yeah, Jim that, Carrey. Yeah. That that one was really good to me. I I enjoyed that one. I always have. Okay. So you're doing a Christmas movie marathon, and you're going to show Charlie Brown. Yes. The Grinch. Yes. And, and Home Alone. And Home Alone. That's, a, that's, that's a, a good lineup. lineup. That's a solid. Lineup. That's a good lineup. I'm going to show a Christmas story. I'm going to show Elf, and I'm going to show, um, what's my other. F- go-to christmas movie i do like the grinch yeah that that might make make my list as well yeah one of our favorite like family christmas traditions i think maybe i mentioned it last year is watching a princess bride uh on christmas eve it's not a christmas movie but i think at that point one year we were tired of watching christmas movies we were like what do we want to do on christmas eve and that was it so to us it's a christmas movie it's a christmas movie it's a christmas tradition and it's the most wonderful time of the year that's right that's right still not gonna sing it (laughs) right i'm not gonna sing it yeah i'm not gonna sing it okay so christmas movie marathons um one of the things that I, i know a lot of our site leaders do 
is Christmas parties. Yes. Um, and so maybe that's your your ministry site or your youth group. You do a big Christmas party. Um, have you guys done those those yes. sorts of things? Yep, yep. So we've done Christmas parties. And I think what's really fun at the Christmas parties is being able to um, do a, give a lot of things away. Um, so we make that a huge emphasis for our Christmas party is that we're looking to give a lot of stuff away that everybody leaves with some kind of prize or gift or something, um, whether it be from a game or whether it be from a raffle. Um, and those are just things that, you know, we're making Christmas happen within our ministry, like a true feeling of Christmas, like, Hey, we're coming around and doing the gifts and all that kind of stuff. So, um, that's, and, and that takes a lot of planning. You know, we get a lot of volunteers involved. We do a lot of donations and things like that, that come in. Um, gift cards are always a big thing, a big win with the young people. And so, yeah, the Christmas parties are really fun. Yeah, so we used to do um, the like white elephant gift exchanges, and so people would wrap something up from their house, yeah. you know, just yep. to give away. And so those were always fun, and people would steal the, you know, the good stuff or yeah, whatever, and sure. then leave the junk at whoever's house we met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, those kind of backfired on us sometimes, but those were always fun, you for know, sure. just doing something to celebrate together, and and even showing maybe something like the Charlie Brown Christmas that like you can communicate. Yep the real story of Christmas in the midst of those uh, Christmas parties that are a lot of fun. So yeah. and I was just, just real quick on, still on the, the, the Christmas parties thing. One an interesting um, idea actually that we talked about the other day at our, our, one of our meetings was um, so I always think of Christmas party in terms of like, because we have a center, like the whole center doing a Christmas party, but even like, you know, ministry leaders or volunteers doing Christmas parties with their small groups. Yeah. And so that being an idea that, that goes outside of just like, Oh, what can we do for a big group of kids to like, okay, how can we make this really practical to a group of kids that yeah. we've been um, gelling with meshing with all semester or, you know, all year, however long you guys have been meeting um, to be able to do a Christmas party that way too. Yeah. I think that makes it more personal. Yeah. Number one, it makes it easier to do any kind of gift exchange if you want to. So even if it's just you bringing stuff to give away gift cards and things, it makes it a little more manageable yep, probably. Yep, yep. Um, and you know, the, the white elephant gift things, if you wanted to do stuff like that, but secret Santa, like you can even talk about stuff like that too, yeah. potentially it yep. doesn't have to be right, but it's a lot of things are easier in smaller groups and Absolutely. much more personalized. Yeah. So I always like to get, off-site somewhere too. So yes. we talk about Christmas parties and, and movie marathons and things like where we gather people, but um, it is a time where you can like spend time more individually, you yeah. know, two-on-one with people or even small groups out and about doing things. So yeah. I think about ice skating, stuff like that that's really like wintertime specific that you can do because young people have time. Right. What are some of those things that come to mind for you? Yeah, yeah. So I, I would say that um, a big one for me I've never been ice skating. Okay. Um, and so I plan on doing that this year. I don't know if that's going to be with students for my first time because okay. I don't know if I want to make a fool of myself on the first time. Um, you could go ice skating on a pond in the woods. That would be your ideal. <laughs> no. <laughs> Heck no. <laughs> that is what you will not find me doing <laughs> at all whatsoever. Um, ice skating will never be on a pond for me. It would be in a rink. <laughs> That has been created by man, um, <laughs> and that is not you know feet and feet deep, that but maybe a, a few feet, but not like eight feet. So that would never happen. Oh, <laughs> and definitely not in the woods. I'm picturing you just doing spins out on the middle of the park. <laughs> no uh, one else around, right, just right. Reggie by just himself. Me by myself. Yep. 
figure skating <laughs> working on my figure skating yeah no that's that's not that's not it but, okay i just got to get that image out of my but, head <laughs> yes i hate to break it to you but that's not happening yeah so getting off site man so here in town we're very fortunate to where we have some um like semi-pro or g-league type of teams and so we have the comets here the mad ants here um and so and there those are the types of teams or sports teams that um, you still feel like it's like a big deal. I mean, they are a big deal. You know, some of them are feeding into the NBA and yeah. um, professional hockey leagues and the NHL. Um, but it's because it's here, you know, oftentimes you can find cheap tickets, free tickets uh, or whatever. Get those tickets sponsored to be able to go to a game, take a group of kids out, you know. Um, and like last year, I took a group of kids to a hockey game. It was the first time they'd been to a hockey game. It was the third or fourth time I had been to a hockey game. Yeah. Um, but and the whole time you could, you know, of course the guys are, you know, we want to see a fight, we want to see a fight, right. and they. I didn't. mean, that's the exciting part of hockey. It is. It is the hitting people up against the the wall and then seeing the fights. And there actually was a fight, so they got to see that. But being able to take the take a group of kids to something like that. That's a ton of fun. My my best uh, hockey memory, maybe my scariest hockey memory, I was in high school. I was there with a buddy, and we kind of bounced around to find the best seats, you know. And it seemed there were three fights that night, um, and only one of them was on the ice. (laughs) Um, And there were two other fights in the stands that happened where we had just been sitting. Oh, wow. um, Which is why we moved. Like, fans were getting rowdy, so we were like, oh, we're getting out of here. And as soon as we left, like, a fight broke out wow. in the state like it was crazy but that is crazy. um yeah it was the only time i saw more fights in the stands than i did on the hockey rink yeah at a game so anyway i haven't been to a hockey game actually in a couple years so that yeah. would be something maybe it'd be fun to do well so, so the first time i went was or i went twice last year and i didn't realize that you could actually like, get hit with the puck like that it comes outside of the rink sometimes <laughs> and so i'm never sitting as close as i sat last time because it was like uh this may actually happen if it bounces off and come yeah not doing that did anymore. you go down to the glass and yell at the player you're better than this <laughs> no because i didn't know any of the players <laughs> i didn't know any of the players i was sitting there like like oh my god dodging, yeah, dodging pucks and, yeah 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 <laughs> So uh, letting it hit the little girl behind you. Right, Is that exactly, what it was? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Okay, so that brings us to one of the big ones, Reggie, the one that is maybe a, a point of contention for some people because yeah. some people love these kind of events and other people don't love these kind of events. And that's yeah. the overnighter. Yeah. Have you done overnighters over Christmas break, New Year's break, those sorts of things? Yeah, the overnighters are epic, man. Those are epic opportunities. Um, and I have done overnighters um, and they have all gone really well. Yeah, they've all gone really well. I'm I'm one of those who's a night owl. Like I literally on my own can stay up to two, three, four in the morning. Um, and typically when we have like trips and stuff, I'm staying up late with the guys and things like that. So I enjoy them. Um, and, you know, a couple of the overnighters, we had some some younger people on on staff who like they could stay up all night with them and hang out and do all that kind of stuff. So that that is fun. Yeah. You know, you can kind of um, have those those fun all night moments. Yeah. Um, but I definitely can understand the other side of like uh, <laughs> being tired for the next five days yep. is not fun. Yeah, you know you end up hanging out if you're if, like we have a gym, so we play basketball like all night. Yeah, it's like dude, I'm gonna be sore for days now because I played basketball for five hours instead of just two like I normally would. Yeah, so. 
Yeah. And I, I think that's where I got to, like, I got to an age at some point where I was like, Oh, it takes me all week to recover from this. It's yeah. not just the next day or two. Right. Yeah. Um, but they're, they're, they are great events or great opportunities to, to do fun and unique things. Like one of the things that, that we used to do is we would rent out different places all night. So we, we'd rent out a laser tag place for two hours sky zone for two hours and we do, you know, ice skating for two hours. So we're active and yeah. then you just want to crash for the yeah. next three days. Right. right. But, um, it kept us awake. It kept us moving. Yeah. It was just a ton of fun. It was, it was a unique experience. When, when else are you going to be jumping on a trampoline at sky zone at three 30 in the morning? Yeah. Only when there's a big group of you Only doing it because there was someone yeah. crazy enough to rent it out. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and so, I think that the, um, it's important to, um, you don't have to shape your activities this way, but I think what's cool is when you can provide an opportunity that you know kids aren't going to get anywhere else during those times. You know, when you're looking for those building times, it's like, what are they going, what can we do that they're not going to do anywhere else? And it's hanging out all night with a group of 20 people doing a bunch of fun activities, and that's a great time, you know? So right. um, think about those types of things while being safe and while doing things that, you know, um, don't jeopardize their safety, but yeah, those are, those are things to think through while you're doing it. Yeah. So I think there's all sorts of other things you can do. Um, if you have access to a gymnasium, rent out a gymnasium, borrow a gymnasium, uh, go to the schools, use, you know, maybe a local church that has one, a city life center. Um, and, and, and you can do open gyms for, you know, the athletes kind of love that, but you can do all sorts of things in a gymnasium right. that you don't need to be an athletic person to participate. Maybe you don't play basketball the whole time. Maybe right. there's other games and stuff you can do. Yeah. Um, things like service projects um, are, are great opportunities to gather kids, wrapping gifts for families together. Even like, you know, baking cookies for the homeless or things like that, you know, where you, you're coming together. I know some people share that they, every year it's a cookie, cookie baking or bake mm -hmm. off or, you know, yeah. they all come together, break hundreds of cookies and then they go pass them out, you know, or take them home to families or, you know, doing, doing simple things like that that are kind of crafty and you can attract a different crowd in doing that and yeah. um, those are fun ideas as well yeah and kind of come in full circle like that's something that would be great to do at a small group christmas party yes. right because you just use one person's kitchen and yep. five or six of you kind of make the cookies together and just have fun yeah. so um as so as we wrap up this episode uh we threw out all sorts of ideas but i know you are full of other ideas so we'd love to hear what you have planned for christmas break that we can share uh, on our facebook page and other people can visit and maybe get some ideas as they plan for christmas break so check out our facebook page and let us know what you have planned for christmas break Thanks for listening to the Ministry Leader Podcast. Be sure to tune in next week as we start to talk about the Ministry Leader Conference coming up in January. <laughs>